This is Unclaimed Bands, show 177. Hey, music listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands, and tonight, my guest are Dream Killer. Welcome, everybody. Yo, what's going on? Glad we, uh, don't, now, do we have the full band here with us? Yeah, we do. Yeah, All right, great. I'll tell you what, why don't you, uh, just one at a time, tell me your name and what you do in the band. What's up? This is Christy, I'm vocalist. Hey, I'm Billy, uh, rhythm guitar and backing vocals. Gary, drums. This is Chase, bass player extraordinaire. <laughs> yes, extraordinaire. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Well, I'm glad you guys could uh, take time to do this. I really appreciate it. I know you guys have been really busy on the road and everything. Um, yeah, thanks for having us. Oh, it's, uh, trust me, it's my pleasure. Uh, tell you what, why don't we let everybody out there listen to a song in case they don't know who you are. Uh, what are we going to let them listen to first? All right, this first song is Absolution. It was mixed by Grammy Award-winning producer Mr. Toby Wright. Oh, nice. All right, this is Absolution.
All right, that was Absolution. My guests are Dream Killer. Wow. Um, do me a favor, besides obviously, you know, it was mixed by, tell me a little bit about that song. This song, basically, it's about like ridding yourself of all the negative people and negative things in your life and, and moving forward. Sometimes you've got, you have to take a step back and you have to recognize that, you know, if you're not happy about something, you need to make changes in your life. And even if that means, maybe, you know, eliminating certain people or, or situations. Um, it's the only way that we can progress forward in life. So that's basically what that's about. Okay, okay. I Sometimes you got to scrape off the bad, you know, and uh, and move forward with it. I get that. Um, how did you guys start as a band? How did this all come together? Well, um, I actually started the band back in 2004, um, and we actually, so I've had the band for 10 years and I've gone through, you know, like a ton of members and stuff, but, um, I actually found all these guys within the last year and within the last year have become a full-time touring band because of it. I finally found the right combination of people that really want the same thing that I do. So it's, it's amazing. I'm oh, so happy. That That's great. That's great. Cause I, yeah, I know I've known plenty of bands who were just always that, you know, that one person who... <sighs> yep, they can uh, they can bring it down, unfortunately. But that's great that you got a got a full set of people who who uh, believe in the same thing. And I guess, right, guys, you you want to do that? She's not holding a gun to your head right now, right? Because I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we love it just as much as she does. Yep, all it takes is one bad apple. Live and breathe this every day. And it's good to do that, huh? I mean, it's got to be great being able to um, to be uh, you know working band, working touring band, and being out there. Because uh, it just gets you that much closer to your dreams of, uh, well, well, you are, you're living your dream right now, right? Yeah, I mean, we really are. Like, yeah, this is exactly where we want to be in life. It just feels so right. It's a dream come true, for sure. Cool, uh, cool, cool. Definitely wouldn't want anything other than this at all. Okay. I can, I can think of, you know, maybe one or two other things if I, but, but that's a lottery <laughs> ticket or something. You know what I mean? That's, that's not, that's not real. Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, given listening to your music and, and um, your lyrics, and you know, over the past couple uh, weeks, actually, as we've been getting gearing up for this, talk to me about the influences that that help you construct your songs. Um, gosh, like I have so many influences. Um, I mean, I listen to literally all types of music. I have a huge background in musical theater, um, so I love like really eccentric music. Um, I, I listen to, like, all of the 80s rocker chicks like Pat Benatar and Joan Jett and things like that. I love anything like 70s and 80s rock. But then it's cool because I like to incorporate kind of a Broadway feel with it. Um, and we like to tell stories with our music. Um, and so, like, that's that's one of the things is I worked as an actress also, and I didn't want to decide between acting and singing. I wanted to be able to incorporate that into the music. And uh, so I just, you know, found I found like-minded musicians to help me out with that. And we all have, like, a really eclectic taste in music, right? Yeah, very, very wide variety yes. of music. Yes. Like, very large. I love, like, anything from, like, prog metal to classic rock. Uh, even old school hip-hop, even. I mean, I'm just into so many different types of music, and it's been good to find people that I can, you know, work with that are into the same thing as I am, and you know we all don't particularly listen to the same exact thing, but we can all cope with each other on what we listen to, and it brings makes it easier when the writing process starts. Yeah, it's really cool to see like what we can pull from when uh, we we have so much uh, such a wide background of uh, just different influence and stuff. It's 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 really cool to see what comes from that when we start writing together. 
Well, how did, how does the writing usually begin? Does someone come in with a uh, you know uh, just a guitar lick or or something maybe create on piano or, or lyrics? I mean, how, how does it work for you as a band collectively since you're bringing all these different influences together? That's something that I guess that we're still uh, experimenting with. Um, we have some new stuff in the works, but with uh, all of us being so new to each other, I mean that's definitely something that uh, we. With being on the road, you know, it's, it's been hard to kind of find uh, the, the time to really sit down and start digging into some different things. But, um, yeah, I mean, we all have different ideas. I mean, you know, some of us have different lyric ideas. Some of us have, you know, different, you know, kind of guitar ideas that we want to use. Um, a, a lot of the music um, get, gets helped, you know, being, uh, I, I guess, arranged for us by, by Tian, um, that has been working with Chrissy before. You know, a lot of us are even in the band and, um, so I feel like <clears throat> that's something that we're definitely like, d- digging into now is, you know, when we get time off the road, we're going to really start digging into, um, using some of the, the, the stuff we've been writing kind of individually, I guess, and bring it all together. Yeah. And see how it combines, see how it comes together. That's, that's great. That's great. I, I guess then because, you know, unfortunately guys, because you, you're so new to this band, obviously other than Christy, um, Christy, how would you think, how, how, how is your music, uh, your songwriting, I guess, your your whatever that you you've put together. How do you think it's evolved from the time you started the band till now, ten years later, when you look back? Oh my goodness, it's it's evolved quite a bit. Because um, I, I mean, of course, my my tastes have changed throughout the years, and I also like to take note what's popular at the time. And um, I mean, gosh, when I started this band, it was pop punk. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, okay. It's wow. Yeah, it's extremely different from what it is now. I mean, it's definitely gotten heavier throughout the years. And, uh, I mean, I've grown as an artist and as a songwriter, of course. That's cool. That's cool. Very honest answer. I'm glad you could admit admit to the pop-punk thing. Some people (laughs) who try to bury their past. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with pop-punk, I'm just saying, you know. Um, (laughs) You know, I want to – now, this question is for each one of you because you guys reading the bio, you you all have experience, obviously, playing now for a while. Nobody's really new to it or anything else like that. But if you had a chance to change one thing about the music industry, what would it be? Well, for me, I I still love albums. And so, I mean, I, I, I understand, you know, everything's gone digital, and it's cool that you can sell music easier that way. But I've always loved the idea of telling a story from the beginning to the very end of an album. And I'm, I, that's what I still want to do with my music, you know, even if we're going digital with it. Okay. So I wish that that like wasn't really like a dying thing. I want to kind of hold on to that idea. Well, I think vinyl's coming back more. I, I, I noticed that a lot of local artists in Philly here are putting vinyl out. So I don't think it's completely dead yet. I think it might actually be swinging back up. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, I've definitely seen a lot of uh, like reviving coming in, coming coming back from vinyl. Maybe we can be a part of that oh, yeah. revival. Yeah, yeah, for sure. A- anybody else want to tell me what they might want to want to change about the music industry? I guess for me, uh, maybe not change, but I guess uh, figure out um, how you know how to really get people to to because in a lot of these areas that that you see, I mean, it's really hard to um, get people interested in coming back out and seeing live music again. I mean, there's been a lot of areas where you know um, maybe they used to have a lar- you know larger music scene that's kind of fallen off, or or maybe just never had one to begin with. So I guess uh, instead of not necessarily changing, but finding a way to to really get people interested in coming out and seeing live music again and, and really wanting to witness the full experience of it. Totally agree with you there. 
Anybody else want to chime in? Give us some. Like I said, a lot more theatrics on the stage again. Big Kit Stan, Alice Cooper, Made, and all that kind of stuff. I want to see bands that look like bands. Yeah, right. An actual, like, show. You know, not just, hey, look, five guys playing music. It's got to be a show. That's what we try to do. We try to put on a show while we're playing and give a performance. That's why you'll see us walk off stage like we're covered in water or sweat. That's because we just gave everything out on the stage. You don't see a lot of bands do that anymore. And that's what needs to be put into it is the heart and soul needs to be put back into music, and a lot of people, a lot of people don't do it. There's a lot of cookie-cutter acts out there that are just getting a lot of attention when there's a bands out here like Dream Killer and other bands that are busting their butt on the road, putting on shows that just don't get the recognition they deserve. I, I agree with you. I, I absolutely hate going to see a live band and finding a bunch of mannequins there. You know, every once in a while I want to go poke right. one of them and make sure they're actually real because uh, they just stay around. <laughs> Um, that's cool. That's cool. I'm glad. Uh, and, you know, from what I've seen from you, even your music videos, what you guys put into production there, uh, I think it's really kind of cool the way that you're, you're doing that. You're not just relying on uh, a bunch of live feeds from somebody's bad fo cell phone footage. Uh, the actual, I think, bringing back actual music videos that go along with uh, along with what you're talking about telling a story, I think uh, helps uh, tremendously if, if people do it and they do it right. And you guys seem to be doing that. So that's real cool. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Oh, oh, trust me, it's, it's the truth here. Um, I wanted to ask you, uh, you guys have had quite a bit of your songs in films. And I know, Christy, you mentioned that you've, you know, you've acted and you've been in a m number of roles. So tell me, how does, how does that come about? I mean, did you, is, it, is it you guys write songs specifically for these films sometimes? Or they, they pick one that they like that they think goes with it? Yeah, absolutely. Like, so what's cool about being an actress is I really don't have to choose. I, I take the time, and um, if I'm doing a film, I can be like, hey, you know, I've got this band, let's, and I'll pitch music for it, or they'll, they'll actually have us write music specifically for the films. Um, it's, it's been great because we've had uh, films that have won international awards that have featured our music, and then sometimes I get to even, like, trade off music videos for it. So you use our, our music in your film, and then I'll let them, you know, make us a music video using clips from the film. Oh, that's cool. And, like, we've had, like, famous actors in it. We had um, our song Watch This was featured in the film Iborgs, and it stars Adrian Paul from the Highlander series and also Danny Trejo, who's Machete. Very and so nice. they both appear in the music video, and it's really neat. <laughs> well, and you... so um, one of the films I'm doing now, Night of the Living Dead Genesis, uh, we're going to be wrapping up towards the end of the year. It's supposed to come out next year. And we just had um, our, film, our our song, Love Vs. Dreams, is going to be um, accepted for the, uh, the title credits for that. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. So it's really neat. Now, is that... Uh, be the fact that you're doing music, uh, Christine, you're also acting and all that. Uh, I wanted to ask, uh, well, for you, is, is, are there other artistic avenues that you haven't explored that you want to? And for the rest of the band, uh, the same question. I mean, I'm going to be acting and singing for the rest of my life if I have it my way. And there's so many things I'd love to do, um, but Broadway would be one of them for sure. Okay. Guys, anybody there want to do something artistically that you haven't done yet? Uh, before I got big into music, I thought hugely of being a game designer. Slash, uh, I guess I, was, I wanted to be really heavily involved with the design and possibly even writing the music for games. And because I've always been like a huge nerd, and music and gaming was like my my whole life basically. 
and I still am a nerd to this day. I'm, I'm never going to stop it. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to college for music business right now, and uh, the big thing for me is to uh, either try to get into stay in the business, still play, but I want to get into either A&R or I want to work in a uh, label on the uh, in the entertainment side of the house of a casino, something like that, to just sort of get it out there, you know, work in the background with a band and maybe work in production or something like that. It's longer to stay in the business doing something, that's what I want to do, but still be able to work in that area. Oh, nice, nice. I think all your goals are, are definitely attainable and, uh, and and different yet. I mean, I mean, you start doing the video game design, yep, that's another avenue to pitch music. And obviously, uh, developing bands when you when you go, all right, I've had enough of this. You can help some other people. That's cool. <laughs> That'll never happen. Never. <laughs> well, you know, I'm saying like you know, like 40, 60 years down the road. You know what I mean? Or just something to do on the weekends, right? I've been developing bands. And every band I get into, the whole thing is if I can get in there and even just give them a little bit of what I know, knowledge-wise, musically. I feel like that helps the development of a band. Every band I've been in, I just tried to push to make them better as a team, but if I can push that the most, even with Dream Killer, Dream Killer can go further and further, and that's the whole idea is to make the band better and get it to the top. Well, that's, a, that's the best avenue to have. I hate when I see bands compete against one another, not not even in a quote-unquote battle of the bands, but just, you know, you start seeing some people backstabbing and stuff like that and hating, and it's just, you know, ain't no yeah, need for it. A lot. You see that a lot. It's kind of, I mean, it, it gets pretty disheartening. You see a lot of bands, they feel like it, it is a challenge. They're, you know, it's a competition against everyone else, and you got to make yourself seem bigger and, you know, like more than what you are. And, you know, it's hard to find bands who are really humble, you know, um, and it seems like you know the smaller bands sometimes are even the worst about it. So, <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. I've I've, in, I've encountered more than my fair share of Napoleon esque kind of rock star <laughs> attitudes. Exactly. It's like, dude, you just got out of the garage last week. You, no, you don't get that. A rider? What are you talking about? You're yeah, playing yeah. the corner <laughs> bar. So uh, it's always fun to see that stuff every once in a while, and then, then catch them a year later once their ego's deflated. But anyway. Uh, I'll tell you what, why don't we take a break for another song? Uh, what are we going to let people listen to this time? All right, this song is Love Versus Dreams. All right, this is Love Versus Dreams by Dream Killer.
That was Love versus Dreams. Uh, you guys got a video for that too, right? I believe. Yep, yep. It just came out earlier this year on Valentine's Day. Cool, cool. Uh, what's the best place for people to find that song and find out what's going on with the band? You can get all of our social media links from dreamkill.com. And you can purchase our songs on iTunes, Amazon. We're also on Spotify and all those, everything really. Facebook. Facebook, yeah. yeah. Got it all covered. Yeah. Cool, cool. Well, people, when you're done this interview, uh, listening to it, make sure you go check out their site. Now you know where to go. And go check out the video, too. Uh, I really like that. Um, here, here's one for you. And if you need to take a moment to think about it, that's cool. Uh, what's the first record you remember buying? Oh, man. Oh, uh, it was Metallica, Kill Em All. I bought it as an import in Berlin, Germany in 1983. Wow. <laughs> okay. Remember, this is this is a judgment-free zone, guys. <laughs> Showing my age, damn it. Kiss Alive Two is the first one I remember. Well, it's either your age or your nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think the first uh, CD I ever bought was the Eminem Show. 
when I was like 13. <laughs> I honestly don't even remember. My first CD was probably like Corn or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Slipknot or... Uh, I remember my first CD being Pantera's uh, Live 101 album. It was amazing. That's what got me into metal and all the music in general, really. Cool, cool. Uh, all, like once I said, all good answers, no bad answers here whatsoever. It's a judgment-free zone. Last band I interviewed, the one guy said Raffi. So, I mean, you know, there you go. Sometimes it happens. Exactly. Raffi happens. Okay? <laughs> we just move on after that. Um, right. Where do you see Dreamkiller in three years? Well, we our goal is to tour the world. So, hopefully that's where we are in three years. That would be so amazing. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Headline stadiums. Yeah, headline stadiums. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice. That's that's a really uh, yeah, it's a real good one to have. Um, We're ambitious. <laughs> hey, you gotta be right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, the way. <clears throat> yeah, record company ain't gonna sling through your town and discover you necessarily. So you gotta get out there and show the world. Um, right. you know, w- with uh, with the song uh, Love versus Dreams, you guys released that in February. Uh, as a single, are you working on? Uh, you gonna be working on putting out new music, and do you have any kind of time frame? EP, record, what? Yeah, we're, we're gonna be doing some work later this summer on writing some new music. Let's see when we get it wrapped up and ready to put it out there. Yeah, that's I guess one of the what's been one of the bigger discussions between all of us is um, you know like I said, finding the downtime to really dig into some newer songs and uh, <clears throat> really be able to finalize some things that we've, we've kind of been working on and, and really find out what we want to do, whether, you know, whether it is an EP or whether we want to go full length. And um, it's definitely something we've been, we've been talking about while, while we've been on the road, but we should have some time off, um, you know, later this summer where we should be able to dig in and really start working on some of those things. So hopefully, I guess, I mean, end of the year, we might, you know, have something ready or, um, we haven't really thought of a time frame, but really no pressure. Right. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, not for me, not for me whatsoever. I just want to, you know, just trying to get an idea, see if you guys know. Uh, but people can obviously continue to follow that progress on the website and the other social media uh, if they want to find out about your new music, correct? Definitely, yep. Cool, cool. Well, listen, guys, before we wrap everything up here, is there anything you want to say to your fans out there? Keep the dream alive. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, well, look, I want to thank you all for taking time to do this. Good luck with the rest of your tour. Um, and uh, once again, thank you for submitting to Reverb Nation. It's the best way for me to find out about bands like yourselves. Uh, who, Unfortunately, you guys did come to the so I'm sure I would have found out sooner than later, but for those, I can't. Uh, everybody, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands. Uh, my guest has been Dream Killer. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of unclaimed bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries.